Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on enhancing your English communication, your speaking, your uh, body language we've talked about even. And Well, today, today we are going to talk a little bit on phrasal verbs and a little bit on the ones you can use around your house. You can kind of get started with today, if you like cleaning that is, because I'm going to be talking about cleaning your kitchen. Well, I'll be talking about cleaning my own kitchen. You figure out the situation in in your kitchen. But I'll tell you how you can talk about the way that you clean your kitchen. Well, I'd just like to introduce myself a little bit. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto, Canada. Living in Mexico at the moment. And, uh, well, it's a lovely place to be, isn't it? Especially in the winter. Oh, boy, I gotta say... I don't mind, like it snowed here once, and the whole time I've been here, it snowed once, and it wasn't that bad, it was like an inch of snow, not too bad, so very minimal cold weather, and it's, you know, the beginning of March, and I'm out in my t-shirt and shorts, I love it, this is fantastic. Now, I'd like to give you a quick little tip that has to do with definitions, you see, I notice a lot of people mixing up the definitions between the words make and do. A lot of people will say to make when they want to say to do. They'll say, I'm going to make an exam. And the fact is we do an exam or rather write an exam. But when you want to be vague about it, you can say do. Make rather we use when we're talking about creating something or influencing something. I'm going to make this happen. But generally, something that's created or brought into existence is made. Whereas do, well, we do actions or whatever work you're doing. Someone may say, okay, well, do that up and we'll go. They don't say make that up. They say do that up. Do that up and we'll go. Now, do that up. There's an interesting one as well. We have a phrasal verb here, do something up. And to whenever... Now, I want to point out, when we put up with a phrasal verb, because we're going to be talking a lot about phrasal verbs today, it means to completion. Do something up. Do it up. Just do it. Do it up. That is a phrasal verb, meaning do it until it's done. Do it up. So, between to do and to make, you do not want to say too often that you do things that you rather make, and you don't want to say that you make things that you rather do. Just keep an ear out for those. I know you're thinking to yourself, okay, what's an example? Well, Google it. That's all I can say. Just just look it up on Google. It'll honestly take you like two minutes. I say that just because it's not the point of today's episode. It's just a quick little tidbit of information that I'm happy to share. Well, what we want to talk about today is not necessarily the vocabulary for do and make, but rather what you do after you make some dinner. We want to talk about cleaning your kitchen. So, does your kitchen ever get very dirty? I bet it does. Everybody's kitchen gets a little dirty, right? Well, if you're using your kitchen correctly, it should be getting dirty often. There are spills. 
Sometimes things explode in the microwave. Uh, sauces bubble over and vegetable scraps. You know, when you're chopping veggies, it makes a mess. Well, if you're like me, then you don't likely appreciate the smell or the look of a dirty kitchen. Your dishes stack up. Your garbage becomes a mountain and flies move in, which what well, kind of leaves you feeling a little insecure about any food that you leave sitting out. If you leave a piece of pizza out, you think to yourself, I might not want to eat that piece of pizza. There's flies in the kitchen. Let's clean it up. Clean up that kitchen. I'm here to tell you about the types of phrasal verbs you want to use while you are cleaning your kitchen. Now, just before we get into that, I'd like to remind you to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, simply because then you're updated whenever I update you with information on English, which there's a lot. There's a lot. This, is, this isn't going to be a short-lived thing. Believe me, this is going to keep on going. So hit that subscribe button, and just as well, if you are an Instagram user, well, check out en.outloud, where you can find lots of good little tips, lots of good little things that I write regularly to uh, add to your mental diet. Now, what is a mental diet? A mental diet is simply the things that you consume... For entertainment, uh, in your free time, you can think of it, the things you watch on your phone. You know, it's the food for your brain, isn't it? Well, let's put some good things in there. That's what we're doing right now. You're adding good things to your mental diet by uh, listening to this. So, hey, add another because Instagram, I'm on there. I've got good material and uh, and I want you to check it out. Let's get into some phrasal verbs that you can use. When you clean the kitchen, let's clean it up. Let's see what we got. So, so to clean the kitchen, what do we say? Well, first, you see, we don't just clean the kitchen. We clean up the kitchen or we clean the kitchen up. We clean up. Why clean up and not clean? Well, when we add up to a word, as I mentioned, this means we are doing it to completion. We're doing it until it's done. So we clean up the kitchen. We do it until it's done. Just get it out of the way. Do it all. So clean, it's more general. You know, it's not specific. You may clean the kitchen but not finish the job. However, clean up implies that you will clean the kitchen to completion. So don't just clean the kitchen. Clean up the kitchen. So where to start? Well, personally, I like to wash the dishes first. I wash up the dishes. Again, wash the dishes until completion. Wash up the dishes. If you don't wash up the dishes, they are going to stink. They're going to smell unpleasant and you want to take care of that. So wash up the dishes. Now me, I'm happy. You see, I actually don't have to wash so many dishes. I just rinse them off. Rinse them off. This is what I say to say that I am running water over them to remove whatever they may contain. Rinse something off. Now, I only rinse them off because I have a dishwasher. So I've just got to rinse them off. And fill up the dishwasher. Again, fill until completion. Fill up the dishwasher. 
And so if you have a dishwasher, proper maintenance is required. You should always remove any food particles from your dishes before you put them into the dishwasher. And so that is to say, rinse them off. Because if you do not rinse them off, your dishwasher will get clogged. A clog. Well, what is a clog? Well, this also happens when you wash dishes. A clog is when too many food particles go down the drain. So when something is blocking like a passage in a restricted area, that's a clog. To avoid a clog, you want to remove any food particles from your plate and throw it all out. We'll go over throw out in a minute. But get rid of them, dispose of them before you put them into the dishwasher. Now this includes scrubbing down your pots and pans before putting them in the dishwasher. Scrub them down. Don't just scrub them. Scrub them down. That means get all that, the really rough stuff. You know, you get it in the bottom of your pots if you're cooking something. That uh, stuff that does not want to come off easily, well, give it a good scrub down before you put it in to the dishwasher. So we scrub down the pots when we wash up the dishes. Scrub down the pot, wash up the dishes, rinse them off, and fill up the dishwasher. Fill it up. Okay, sounding pretty good so far. Before moving away from the dishes, I'd like to bring up one more thing here. When we clean the dishes, we do the dishes. You see, this is another example of that do and make thing. You know, I've heard people say, make the dishes. Well, the dishes are made in China. What we do, we are not making the dishes, we are doing the dishes. Making something is creating it. Doing something is acting on it. And so, that is just what we're doing. We are doing the dishes. Moving forward, the dishes are washed up. What's next? What's next? I suggest that you wipe down the counters. Well, personally, I like to finish up the dishes and then I see, okay, there's a little bit of water on the counter. Maybe uh, some crumbs. Things left over from the dishes, crumbs, little pieces, uh, food particles from bread and whatnot. Crumbs. You want to get rid of those. You want to get rid of those. So personally, I like to wipe down the counters with disinfectant. I will wipe them down, get them nice and clean. Make sure that all the food particles are gone, that all of the sticky pieces, because you know that there are sauces and juices and everything, and it gets sticky when you're cooking, doesn't it? So get rid of it. Get rid of all that and wipe down the counters. Wipe down. Now, when you're wiping down the counters, a lot of things are going to fall on the ground, and that's okay. Because the next thing that you are going to do is you are going to sweep up everything that's fallen on the ground. Sweep up all those little pieces. Sweep up all that dirt. Of course, you've been walking around in the kitchen. You've been spilling food. Maybe 
uh, something. There's always things on the ground in the kitchen. Sweep it up. Sweep it up. And then throw it out. So this is what we say. Wipe down the counters. Sweep up the mess. Throw it out. You could also say throw it away. Throw it away. When you say throw it away, when you say throw it out, what am I saying? Out the window? Out the door? Where are you throwing it out? You are throwing it out of your life into the garbage. Throw it out. It's gone now. The garbage has taken it. It's in the black bag. Throw it out. When you throw things out, there's something that you want to keep in mind. And this is something that we all need to do. We got to recycle stuff, folks. We got to recycle things. I mean, think about it. Glass. Glass, at the very least. Because why waste glass? Bottles are in... Yeah, they're totally intact. But when you throw them in the garbage, they're going to get smashed. They're never going to be used again, and it's going to be dangerous. However, take your bottles, whatever you got, put them all in a bag, and your jars, everything, your all that glass, and uh, recycle it. It's worth it. It's totally worth it. If you're in the States, actually... They will give, so like when you return, you know, beer bottles and wine bottles, they'll give you a little bit of money for it. You know, maybe, I don't know, 10 cents, something like that. But hey, it's something. And then in the end, you get maybe, you know, five, ten bucks off of your next bottle of wine. Why not? Why not? So when you say to throw something out, it is to discard it. You throw it in the garbage, it's gone. You don't have to throw it. You can drop it. You can place it in gently. But we say throw it out. Throw it in the trash. Throw it in the garbage. What's the difference? Trash and garbage? Well, trash is just a little more American sounding. Garbage is more universal. In my opinion, anyway. When the garbage gets full, what do you do? You know, like I said, the garbage will become a mountain if you let it. I've had roommates... Where we would just stack it up. We would just stack it, stack it, stack it, make garbage mountain, and just let it fall, like, as if we were playing Jenga. Not suggested. Don't, don't do that. Because you're a responsible adult, most likely. And so, what do you do with the garbage when it's full? You take it out. You take it out. So you don't say, I'm going to throw out the garbage. When you throw out the garbage, you throw the garbage into the garbage can. Then you have to take out the trash. Take out the garbage. That means take it outside of the house. It's someone else's problem now. So the trash has been taken out. There it is. It's gone. And uh, I think overall that, well, you know, that, you know maybe, maybe your kitchen isn't totally clean at this point. But I hope that this has given you a little bit of direction on the type of words you can be thinking about when you're doing this. You see, what you want to do now is you want to take these words that we've practiced and repeat them and repeat them and repeat them while you're washing your dishes. Just say, I'm, I gotta wash up the dishes. I gotta rinse off the soap. After you wash the dishes, you gotta rinse off the soap, don't you? When you Take out the trash. Take out the garbage. 
You know, say it to yourself. Just say it. Just say, okay, I'm going to take out the garbage. First, you had to toss out the, you know, dust and all that stuff. You had to toss it out, throw it out, throw it away. This was all of the debris and dust that you swept up. You swept it up. You swept all of this up because it fell off of the counters. When you wiped down the counters, you wiped them down, everything fell off, and then you swept it up. Now, you were wiping down the counters because just before that, you had dishes all over them. You washed up the dishes. The dishes are washed up. They're done. You washed them. They're washed up. Washed up the dishes. Maybe you didn't wash up the dishes. Maybe your dishwasher did it all. But you filled up the dishwasher, and then you had to empty it. That's the other thing. After you fill it up, you got to empty it. But you emptied the dishwasher, but you filled it up. You had rinsed off the dishes, scrubbed down the pots, and cleaned up the kitchen overall. And you know what? I got to say, you've done a darn fine job. So I'm not going to keep on dragging this thing out. You are capable of practicing your English in your free time. You're capable of practicing English while you're working. All you got to do is consider the action that you're doing in any given moment and just think, how do you say this in English? How do you say this in English? And you know what? Maybe you will be doing the same action again and again and again. And guess what? That's okay. That means that you're going to remember that vocabulary, aren't you? So keep it up. Keep practicing that. The more that you practice, the easier it'll get. And then the easier it gets, the more confident you'll be in your English. Well, I got to get to wrapping things up for today. Well, I'm going to go to the park, take my doggies to the dog park, let them run around. It's the middle of a day on a weekday, so there's like nobody there. We get the whole park to ourselves. Just go, just let them off. Let them go running. They, they love it. Oh, man. Bring a ball or something, some treats, so then they come easy. That's always a good trick, by the way. When you take your dog for a walk, if it's possible, bring a treat. They listen. You know, you just wave the treat around and definitely give it to them. Give them a little nibble here and there. That's what I do. But uh, I'll bring a couple of treats and these doggies behave. I'll tell you that much. Well, I'm going to get to wrapping things up for today. Thank you for your time and your patience. I'm very happy that uh, I've got this opportunity to help you on your English-speaking journey as you learn day by day on how your English can keep getting a little better. Um, and keep working at it. Keep working at it. I'm sure you're going to achieve some great things if you just focus on your English. Have a good day. Have a good evening. Uh, Enjoy your exercise or your, uh, you know, kitchen cleaning. Hopefully this helped you while you were cleaning your kitchen. Or hopefully you listen to this while you're cooking because, you know, if you listened while you're cooking, then you will immediately be practicing this after when you're cleaning. Enjoy. And uh, many more good things to come. You'll hear much more from me in the days to come. Have a good one.